Now, they've already stolen 60% of the pension funds. In a couple months, it's all going to be gone, dumbasses. Excuse me. It's happening, people! In the next two years, they're going to devalue your currency by at least 50%. You're so stupid, when the government tells you it's not devalued, you still won't know it's devalued. Dumbasses. I think they're going to go ahead and make their move to kill the president. I think, I think in the next um, 30 days, I think they're going to make an assassination attempt. I just, my gut. You're so stupid. It's not fear monitoring. It's reality. Dumbasses. Who, who now they they look up to some twit instead of looking up to Thomas Jefferson? Dumbasses. She's a freaking demon and she stinks and so does Obama. I go like what? Sulfur. Dumbasses. It'll be a big toilet. It'll be a big giant toilet. Kill the president. Dumbasses. You're so stupid. And you can read the Bible. It's hiding in plain view, folks. It's not of this world. I don't know exactly what it is or what it's doing, but this is not human intelligence. Okay? Dumbasses. You're so stupid. World War III has begun. And it's a war against sovereign nations. It's a war against independent people. Yo! Now is the time to wage fucking war against the hypocrites, bigots, and all you weak ass phonies that never really win us. Sada. Good. How was your fourth weekend? Fourth weekend was good. Honestly, dude, I spent almost the entire three-day weekend recovering from a wedding hangover. Yeah, those are rough, dude. I haven't been to, I haven't had to go to a wedding in a long time, but man, oh shit, some buddies. Yeah, yeah I didn't bring anything this time. They're Thank the you. full-bodied boys Oh, that's what, this we, were, that's time, what we were drinking yeah. when we recorded this weekend, when <laughs> me and Colin recorded this weekend. He's having some bud heavies. Oh, yeah, you guys finally posted a pilot episode, Lifting in the Ruins. Yes, yes. Uh, you guys can find it on Spotify. We got the first one out this morning with my my editing work. <laughs> it wasn't too bad, I think. But uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, we don't have an Instagram set up for it. I have my personal that's titled that, but probably going to set one of those up in the future. You know. But for now, all things Lifting in the Ruins you can find on the main Instagram page. For sure. Because it's all kind of within the yeah. universe. It's all tied in together. You know, it's it's in the Uncle Ted's uh, brain trust. We are the uncle. We are. The <laughs> I'm your uncle. <laughs> I'm cornering you in your room. I have a belt. <laughs> oh, man. You just unlocked some core memories. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> nah, dude. It's all good. How's yours? What you been up to? Working a lot? Not working a lot? The past, uh, you know, over the fourth weekend, I mean, we had our Friday Night Magic we did. Dude, that was fun the as The boys' fuck. Friday Night Magic, that Dude, shit we was got pretty tight. Lit as fuck we off got, that hash. Yeah, that fucking hash was stupid. Dude, my boy, like, 
literally earlier that day was like, hey, I just bought a setup to make bubble hash. And he had all these trimmings. And yeah. so he just gave me like a chunk. It was like, let me know what you think. That's and always been my favorite smoking medium, personally. Bro, but you gotta... The homie held it down with catered Mexican. The Absolutely. munchies hit me so hard. You have no idea. The munchies hit me so hard. I probably had 18 tacos that night. I, I ate my first two, and then like halfway through the game, I was like, oh yeah, there's still taco stuff in there. I better go better go hit another one of those. <laughs> Here's where he fucked up, though, is that he got a Adventures of the Forgotten <laughs> Realms box. Yes. So, like... I that was the series that I first got into magic on mm -hmm. like that was a series that was out and uh, so I knew those cards like the back of my hand dude undefeated you just went Patrick Bateman mode, I dude. went full <laughs> American Patrick Psycho Bateman. and just <laughs> yeah dude you crushed it I unleashed Havoc with a, a green black deck and just yeah that was that was no I, I mean I fucking I think everybody I played against everybody just built a way better deck than I did me, me and Wario you know we both drafted white like fucking idiots Dude, but you got you got some shitty draws. You got mana fucked a bunch. Don't yeah, it's true. Don't it's be true. too hard on yourself, uh, dude. I, I'm not being hard. I had a blast. It was fun yeah. doing it in a communal setting. You know. Well, and that's kind of why I've always like enjoyed. Well, I say always. Like, however long I've been into Magic, I think I spurred out on it so hard mm -hmm. because I love the social and like tact yeah. the tactile well, you aspect. You don't do that stuff as much anymore. You know, in yeah. a world of online gaming and whatever else, we don't even we don't do that shit much. So it's nice to get together with like a fucking big group of people and actually do something that you're all intended towards, you know? Yeah. That you no, all genuinely it's, enjoy. It's a lot of fun. I think that's why I definitely like went ape shit on Bro. like buying magic cards and like that's why Bro. we're always playing over here. And one of the things, uh, we just got one of the cameras. Yeah. Yep, we're going to be having some video content. Yeah. I think our goal is by September, we're going to be having all kinds of video content. Yeah, we're going to probably do some test runs here soon and figure that shit out for yep. sure. We're going to have video accompaniment of the episodes be posted on YouTube. We're going to have... Get some angles. You can magic see us from nights. every disgusting angle. Oh, yeah. We're going to have <laughs> uh, probably some solo shows starting yeah. back up, yep. some spinoffs. If you think Lifting in the Ruins is the only spinoff, I mean, yo, we're just, we're just getting started. Content machines. True content machines. Yeah, but not like the gay like makeup tutorial shit. No, like, I'm do I'll do one. You'll do one? I'll do one. It'll be fine, yeah. I think our equivalent of a makeup tutorial would be I I really want you to teach me I want to do a video of you teaching me how to build a Gundam. Oh, that would actually be very funny. <laughs> but it'd be, be awesome. fun as fuck because I got shit too. I love crafting shit, mm -hmm. but like obviously you've been doing gunpla for like how many decades? Not decades. I've been a fan for several decades, two decades now, but I've been building probably about five or six years now. But still, I mean, it'll 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 be fun. I do want to try my hand, but it's almost like going to the gym without a buddy. Like, right. I don't want to buy a gunpla kit. <laughs> yeah, and then you're just sitting here with a bunch of runners like, uh. So, fuck it. You can, you can teach me how to do it. You snap a piece off and you can't use it. You ruin the whole kit. You know, that God kind of damn. stuff. Yeah, that can happen. I, I did that when I first started and I had no fucking clue what I was doing. Well, dude, even that baby Yoda right there, that little 18-inch tall Lego. Impressive. That's actually that's not baby. I, I always call him baby Yoda. Yeah, that's it, regular Yoda. That's, that's a, regular that's ass Yoda. That ain't cringe Yoda, dude. No, that's OG. <clears throat> but um, even that, like I did like one Lego set as an adult and was like, that's the most just like genuine fun I've had mm -hmm. like in so long. Oh, yeah. Like you need you get to the same kind back. of reward out of building gunpla, like the same kind of thing. But that's the thing. I feel like I, me personally, like that's why I kind of abstain from the games. Besides Stardew, I've gone yeah. fucking bananas <laughs> yeah. on Stardew. Yeah. yeah. But like the tactileness, like the real world, 
like just like touching things, being mm-hmm. around people, doing some, building something, creating something. There's something really like primal and visceral mm-hmm. about like creating something. Dudes, dudes need to oversee projects, bro. Yeah, and even if you're gonna be like a fucking little dork and make a gunpla, like as long as you're not like shooting up parades, like you want to talk about dork, you're I, doing good. I just ordered some fucking Warhammer shit. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's fucking new level of fucking. I've reached a new low. <laughs> I even I said in the group chat, I was like, another nerd hobby is literally the last thing you need. Yeah, it's over for me, dude. It's dude. I'm 33 and permanently undateable because of my because of my hobbies. <laughs> this is why nobody's gonna subscribe to the Patreon is because they know you're gonna blow it all on Warhammer. No, nah, dude, I would never do that. <laughs> I would never do that. I'm not buying tiny little diecast figures. The Are Patreon. they diecast? I thought they were. They Maybe were. they're plastic now. They used to be metal. I thought back in the day, but I could be wrong. We just need a friend. Or some listener out there who has a 3D printer yeah. and wants to work on a commission. And wants to make Warhammer characters. <laughs> <laughs> not ghost guns. Yeah, not shoot, print, repeat. <laughs> yeah, that was Warhammer characters with, with air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, Definitely I, not lowers. Yeah, no, we not that. We definitely don't want not any that. lowers from you. Just Warhammer. I just need tiny little plastic figures that I can put some paint on. That's all. Yeah, dude, I coped so hard after that Magic game that I went out and bought a new Capenna box. Oh, yeah? Not like a whole box, just like one of the theme boxes to uh, build a couple decks with. I think I got some nasty stuff cooked up. I just couldn't get into that set, bro. I, I found some good stuff in there that I liked. I also went and played Arena for several hours later, like after I got home that you night. You went to the training grounds. Yeah, I was like, I have to fucking do better. You were <laughs> like, on a noble quest. I was, dude. You were Leonidas I being thrown to the wolves. <laughs> I started. I fucking made a cheese-ass deck and started slapping people online. It was pretty fun, I must say. Arena's definitely where it's at. Like if you, Because you still probably put in about the same amount of money as you would on cards in IRL. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. I guess I'm just I'm just old school like that. I need yeah. the, I need the paper in my life. Anyway, it's a good a good excuse to you know see the fellas right. and do something fun. That's another thing too. Like Bay always makes fun of me for like getting into magic, and like I'm I've always been a low key nerd. Like you know, like I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't like expect it from the exterior. Oh, for sure. But you know, I've always kind of had a little bit of that in me. But she's always made fun of me. For like playing the magic or whatever, and I totally just lost my train of thought. Dude, we didn't even smoke. I did. I had some before ah! we came over. <laughs> Dude, we were just what the fuck? Magic Bay making fun of you. Yeah, but she always makes fun of me. <laughs> she says like us playing magic is just like guys sitting around reading rules to each other. Women hate that. Oh my god, they hate that. Hates it. So you were talking about looking at fellas, seeing fellas, you know, no clothes. That's what we do at Magic Nights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I was talking about. I, I always tell her, I'm like, yo, I could be out like getting drunk at a bar and like hitting on other chicks and like getting a DUI and getting in fights. Just or true? I could be in the basement just reading rules off cards to my know friends. Where I was at? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like the cool neighborhood mom that always lets you come smoke pot, like in her fucking garage. Like I'm like, yo, babe, that's what the basement is. That's what she, she's like. You guys are such fucking dorks. I'm like, yeah, but I yes. could literally be out like getting chainsawed to death. So like, true. <laughs> I could. I've blacked out in public so many times. I have no idea how I'm still safe. <laughs> like <laughs> you, you know no i've had a couple nights like that more than a couple <laughs> oh my god 
but yeah, I don't know. It's all fun and games, and you just gotta you gotta do fun shit with your boys. Without the bays, anyone who has like only bay friends, I'm like, dude, there's something weird. They're not gonna have. They're not gonna have sex with you, bro. There's something going on. They're not gonna have sex with you, no matter how many women you're friends with. Mm. But yeah, I've just been. I've been back on my bullshit. I kind of even made like a little schizo note. Yeah. Of just like retarded shit. You brought some. Brought some research with you today. Dude, not even research. Just like <laughs> me just being drunk or scrawlings. <laughs> yeah, dude. My buddy actually, our buddy who was on the um the is Sasquatch vegan episode, right? He stays sending me really interesting shit, and he sent me this uh, this research paper. That's actually, I think it's the one that's up on the screen right now. Okay. And it's basically this guy wrote a paper making the argument. Uh, what's this thing titled? The, the brain. brain, gut, and consciousness microbiology of our mind. So it this guy wrote a whole paper that basically is claiming that sentience is anything like like our our gut brain chemistry mm-hmm. is what makes us sentient. Like a lot of classical psychologists or whatever like they would have you think like it's just the brain it's just synapses it's just electrical signals it's whatever but and i read this whole thing and the cliff notes i got from it are basically that we know that there is a gut microbiome and that's like a huge field of study that's like come out in the past couple decades yeah and people are really taking their gut health seriously and that includes your stomach Obviously, like your intestines, yeah. your organs, and all all that shit kind of in your torso. All those good organs that help you filter things. And well, we're discovering that there is a huge like interplay and and l- huge levels of communication going on between the brain and the gut at all times. Right. And so, like, this whole argument is basically that, like, sentience, anything that is sentient, like, a lot of people are, like, determinists, like Sam Harris, Sam Harris determinists mm-hmm. that are like, oh, we are just biological equations that are matter playing out, you know, probabilities and statistics all day long. A lot of people... A lame mindset to have. Yeah, and they have, personally. like, a, a very materialistic and a very, uh, I guess, deterministic view of the world. But this whole, you know, brain gut consciousness thing is the idea that the interplay, because our bodies are doing things that we aren't consciously doing at all times. Right. Our bodies are like fighting infections. Our bodies are like at all times, your blood cells are going crazy. You have bacteria in you all the time that's coexisting with you. And so they think that coexistence of like, microbiota and that coexistence of external bacteria with like the human enzymes and everything working together allows us to kind of reach that next level because it's almost like putting in like cheat codes and in and biology okay where it's like the biology is hijacking and figuring out how to work with the shit around it and so it might not be able to produce a protein that or an enzyme that breaks something down, but there's this particular strain of bacteria that can live inside the gut that does the same job. 
Right. And so it's that coexistence and the communication between the brain. He's arguing that's what sentience is. Okay, like the whole picture of it, yeah. Yeah, and it, and it kind of paints a picture that of like sense. what is sentient, like why we don't view plants as sentient, even though they might be alive and they might have a complex nervous system and they might have all sorts of communication. Like they talk yeah. through mycelium, they yeah, talk the through... Ability to sense and feel. And pheromones. Yeah. Dude, trees communicate each other through scent. There's African trees that if a giraffe is eating the leaves, it'll release a pheromone, a danger pheromone, that gets carried by the wind to other trees that are like, hey, this giraffe's eating me. There's giraffes nearby. Yeah. And then they will change their leaves to taste bitter. Yeah. And so, like, trees and plants have a very complex, weird way of communicating with each other. Right. But I just thought it was really interesting, this paper I read uh, that my that our buddy sent us that, that kind of highlighted that whole bringing up the question of, like, okay, what exactly makes us aware and sentient and human and it's not all brain activity like i think we're, we're really starting to learn that yeah surely it's uh, definitely more of like an entire connection i mean they always talk about like the mind body connection and when you look at the body as a whole like the brain doesn't really function without the other parts so you can't really sit there and look at it like i mean the brain would still be firing quote unquote but it's like the whole human vehicle, you know? It's not getting blood without the heart. It, yeah, The heart exactly. isn't getting oxygen yeah. in the blood without the lungs. Yeah. And there's all these systems that work together in this perfect harmony. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. And even, like, DNA, when you think about it, like, DNA... It's probably sentient on some level, isn't it? Well, the, the chances of DNA occurring in nature... Actually, Duncan Trussell was just on uh, JRE. He was mm-hmm. on St. Rogie's. Yeah. And... Uh, I've kind of been hip to this fact, which is a big reason I got into like simulation theory or like kind of got back into the whole spiritual side of things. Right. Was when some guy was basically putting it, he's like the chances of DNA like actually occurring in nature and doing all the things that it does and just being a naturally occurring like thing Mm -hmm. that happened are insane. And Duncan Trussell on St. Rogie's put out a number. He was basically like, it would be like having a slot machine and having like 50,000 rows and all of them have to land on cherry. Right. You know, and so it's it's even the same thing when you're like, what are the astronomical chances of the moon only rotating and, you know, with the Earth's revolutions and shit? Right. It's like it starts to paint a picture of like that some of this stuff can't just happen on its own. Yeah. And this in this gut consciousness thing has a lot to do with like systems working together. And painting the picture of, like, sentience and, and life can't be just this one thing. Like, it's this amalgamation of, like, everything. Yeah, because, I mean, even that bacteria that's in your gut, like, it's not... It's a naturally occurring phenomenon, yes, but it's something that operates outside of... It's in your body, but it's operating on its own. It's not human. It's And it's not part of your system. Yeah. Like, it's a part of your system in the fact that it's in you, but it's not something that's, like... The body doesn't just always produce it, you know? It's like, it doesn't... Like, I mean, I... I can't say that for certain. I'm not like a scientist or anything, but I have to assume like that's something that occurs over time as you eat different foods and different things happen in your life. And yeah. You come into contact with dirt and whatever else that these bacteria enter into your body. You know, I don't think it's something that's just there because if it's not a part of your cells and that make up your organs, it has to be its own thing. Yeah. Therefore, exactly. it has to have some level of sentience to function. So is that what makes us human is being a combination of non-human things? 
Well, I think being human is just the fact. Well, I don't know. Right? Isn't that trippy? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, Isn't that uh, trippy? <laughs> so even back I to the whole, myself into a corner. <laughs> even back to the whole DNA thing, though. I learned this from like some ultra Christian guy. Oh, it's the weird dude with the Abe Lincoln beard who has the Noah's Ark Museum. Oh, you know who I'm talking guy, about? Yeah, that the, guy. The Ark, isn't it like out in Kentucky? Or yeah, I don't know. So like, obviously I'm not like, like a Uber Christian or anything like that, but I was watching one of his videos and he hit me with a fact. He was like, yo, DNA is so complex that like when your body has a disease or, or a, an ailment of some sort, your DNA, like we know it as like a double helix and a strand, right? We see it as a line, as a strand mm-hmm. of A, T, Gs, and Cs and all right. this shit, right? What it is, though, it's like a band. It's like when you twist a rubber band up and it kind of coils all into a ball around itself. Right. Right? <clears throat> so it's this giant coiled, mangled mess of a double helix. And what it does is it creates contact points. So it's kind of constantly moving and folding over itself. And one of the things they've noticed when you have ailments is that your DNA will move and have different contact points. So where there was an A and a T, it'll actually move to be like a G or a C. And I probably got the letters (laughs) wrong, but you know what I'm saying is that it's dynamic. Your DNA is not a fluid thing. Like some people would have you say like, oh, it's in my DNA. But like your DNA changes to uh, uh, combat things. That's kind of the technology behind the mRNA vaccine. Right. Is using your DNA to morph and change and combat this shit. But he's just the way he put that, though, he's like, think about the astronomical chances of the Big Bang happening. We're all just hydrogen and helium. Shit starts mashing around. We get stars and planets and rocks and dust. Mm-hmm. And there just happens to be an astronomical chance of this planet, Earth, being in the Goldilocks zone where water exists in all three states. And, you know, it just so happens that there was, you know, single cell life turned into multicellular life. You know, and it just so happened that this DNA came about, this amazingly complex, dynamic DNA. So either we're older than we think we are, or that story, that materialism story is a load of hogwash. Yeah, well, I think materialists, like, I've never liked Sam Harris the few times I've heard him, you know? He makes sense if you're an edgy 15-year-old trying to make sense of the world. Yeah, I'm sure it appeals to like someone who's but just But you almost kinda... outgrow that shit at some point. Yeah, because like, I never heard anything from him like those times he was on JRE and stuff. And even like just... There's like... You know, sometimes you just hear certain people talk and you're just like, ah, you're fucking full of shit, dude. Yeah. Like, he just sounds like a guy that's full of shit. Like, his whole big thing was getting big off like... I feel like it was like anti-Muslim or something was his deal for a while there. Like anti-religious, I can't remember what it was, but he got big off that. I believe it, and he got like harassed about it for a while because I feel like it was during, like, it was probably like right after 2015 when like the big attacks happened in Paris and stuff. That's the thing; he's just like a edgy fucking yeah. atheist. Like, yeah. he's he's our atheism. Yeah, like he is the for ultimate sure. redditor. Yeah, like he's the Ben Shapiro the Reddit mindset. Of- He's, he's he's like turning point fucking theology. Yeah, yeah, like base level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I don't know, man. I'm not going to talk so, too much shit on the guy because yeah. there's a lot of people that like when you take what they say at face value and if it exists in a vacuum, like that's how these people work is like 
all these charlatans and snake oil salesmen. Yeah. And it's politicians, too. Like, they lie through their fucking teeth. Like, you can't fault them. Well, everybody's got the grift of, like, driving, um, like, discourse of, like, what discourse is, be it religious, cultural, whatever. They're, everybody is, like, has a foot planted in a big cash pile. Yeah. And they're at the table trying to scoop more fucking cash towards their thing. Like, I don't think any of these people with, like, their ideologies and stuff really wholeheartedly believe it you want to hear some other crazy cash grab shit i heard all right let's go so if we're still on the topic of dna right yeah i saw some wild connections and i had heard some shit in the past but never verified but i've i recently stumbled across some connections of like 23 and me and google and mm-hmm. like richard branson and like all this big money tied up in 23 and me and basically i just want to show you these posts real quick because Dude, another another coin in the Alex Jones was right. That's why I'm glad I never took one of those because I I had a hunch that I'm assuming what you're going to show me has something to do with them selling it. Well, well, check this out. Okay, okay? so everybody everybody would think that 23andMe is this cool little like give us your spit and we'll tell you where you're from. And we'll give you like a breakdown, yeah. like a science breakdown, blah, blah, blah. Geographical breakdown of your uh, heritage. So when you actually look into like who's running these companies and like what they're doing, it paints a different picture. And so this first one says 23andMe, this first slide is saying one of the original founders is, I don't even know how to say your name, but it's like Ann Wajiki, Wajiki yeah. I guess we'll Wajiki, say. Wajiki, because that's the YouTube owner's last name as well. Okay, so Ann Wojcicki, um, she married Google f- co-founder oh, Sergey Brin in two thousand seven and divorced eight years later. So this chick who helped found Twenty Three and Me has like ties to Google already. Mm-hmm. Already a little suspicious. And Google invested three point nine million in the company um, while they were married. Uh oh. And then also um, in 2018, 23 and Me announced a partnership with GlaxoSmithKline, which oh, is yeah. a pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to design new drugs. They invested $300 million in 23 and Me to basically get data to help them with drugs. They're getting random people spit who just help. want to find out where they're from. It's a good way to profile a populace's genome for sure and look at certain traits that certain people have and uh, make certain decisions based upon what kind of drugs you're making. So here's a crazy thing. This slide says some customers comparing 23andMe ancestry results and other genomic and ancestry testing companies have received differing results. So they're actually talking there's like a there's like a case of like these twins who yeah. got different results. Oh. Like they're ide- they're almost genetically identical. Yeah, pretty fucking close. And and they got different results. Hmm. Dude. Seems a little odd to me. Yeah, um what's that? Charlesy and Carly. Charlize. Oh, Charlize. No. I don't know. Charlesy. I don't Charles-y. know. Charlesy. They yeah, both took a DNA test. And uh, they found that the results from one sister did not match the results from the other sister. Yeah, that doesn't make fucking sense. I actually, I even saw a meme. This has to be a joke. I hope it's a joke. It has <laughs> to be. But someone was like, yeah, I did 23 and me on my lizard and it came back 98% Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that one has to be a joke. <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> but yeah, so now th- this last slide says the company collects not only genetic and personal information from customers who offer their genetic material oh. up, but also web behavior oh, wow. of people who go to their website because they use cookies. And so they oh use cookies God. and they track everything you do. So basically, this is pointing the picture that this 23andMe thing is one giant data mining scheme. It's, I think, you know what I think that's for? What's that? Precognitive crime. Oh, well, that's been coming out. I think that's for precog. I think that's to help with precog. Either to help with precog and also, like, dude, if, if we're tied up, in bio labs and shit like Mm -hmm. they're just using the shit to get a genetic profile of america and be like what can we release that will just decimate everybody i could see that no i think that's a big possibility or even just like you know jones always talks about soft kill stuff you know it's the thing that you don't know the thing that's presented as helpful that you don't know what's going to kill you that's wild man Richard Branson tied up in this shit. He's in the Black Eye Club, so you know he's up to no good. Yeah, just more schizo screenshots of... And that's the thing. These are all Wikipedia articles. A lot of the stuff that I quote personally is from Wikipedia. Yeah. So that's how you know. Like, Wikipedia is controlled op, controlled narrative. So if they're telling you something... It's probably... If they're admitting it, if they're letting it slip through the cracks, yeah. like you can probably believe them. Like whether it's controlled op or not, I don't fucking know. Either way, dude, it's fucking wild that this whole twenty three and me thing is not only a giant data mining operation, but also think about this. I've been thinking a lot, and a lot of people have made the connection to the mRNA vaccines, right? Right. So there's a Supreme Court ruling that basically says you cannot patent life they say naturally occurring dna is just that it's naturally occurring it's something you can't patent you can't patent life but that's how farmers or excuse me uh monsanto got around gmo shit they couldn't patent regular corn but they could patent their you know proprietary special gmo specific strain of corn right right so it's the same fucking thing here with the mRNA thing. So you can't patent life, yeah. but there is a Supreme Court ruling that says you can patent cDNA, which is like an altered DNA. Mm. So because it's not naturally occurring, because it doesn't exist in nature, you can patent certain life, which is exactly <clears throat> how they got around the whole you know GMO thing. Right. So a lot of the conspiracy theorists and the people who were shouting from the rooftops... And I say conspiracy theorist endearingly because yeah. we are fellow. You guys are all right. Yeah. But they were saying this mRNA shit is going to change your DNA. It's going to change you as a human. Right. That's where I was about to go with that. That's what I was thinking about. And so because of that, they're, they're, they're able to patent us as people. Right. They're, they're able to be like, well, we gave them this proprietary you know, injection. So now their DNA belongs to us. They are us. They yeah, are you've our been property. altered now. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's fucking wild. Shit. I'm probably owned by fucking Bill Gates now. God damn it. Son of a bitch. You gave in. You did it. I halfway gave in. You did it for the bag. 
I didn't. Yeah, no, no you bag. You did it for the bag. No bag, unfortunately, just my normal wages. But yeah, okay, that's that's that is pretty bizarre, and I could see that, and that seems like something out of like a dystopian novel of them, like, yeah, sorry, but uh, you actually don't work here anymore. You now work in the Google Salt Mines. Uh, that is now your job permanently, and uh, if you leave, there's a detonator in your body that will explode if you try to leave the mine. <laughs> Not only that, though, one of the things that Alex Jones always talks about is the carbon tax. Yeah. And that's one of the big things we've even been seeing all this, you know, green fucking, you know, climate crackdown. Yeah. And so carbon tax is one of the things that they really are pushing. For years. They've been on that for fucking years. What are humans made of? Carbon. Oh yeah, they're definitely no. They they we are the carbon they want sure, to tax for sure. And so when they when they make us their proprietary, you know, subjects, yeah, right. And then they have carbon taxes out the ass. We are carbon. We are their property. Mm-hmm. We already know we're trapped into Admiralty Maritime Law, and everything that we do is fucking UCC commercial code. Yeah, you know, we're already treated like chattel slaves. Now it's just going to be out in the open. Yeah, well, they they're just doing it a different. They way. They can put a fee on human life. Essentially. Yeah. I mean, they already do through the medical system. It costs about 50K to have a baby, you know, but now it's like, no, you have to pay us like a tax every year to exist or you're going to jail or something or you'll go into our like forced labor camps or something. You know, it'll be some shit like that. And that's what I could see. You know, talking about patents, you know, Bill Gates patent uh 060606. I think it's 2020 060606. Why does he do that? Why? what, What is the. Uh, if again, if we're talking underst- about just the fucking astronomical odds of him applying for this and him getting that, like that's his deli number. It just seems like it's a bad joke almost. You know, you think it seems, that's a, it's, his it's, deli number? Yeah, like it seems cartoonishly evil. You know, like it seems like a cartoonishly like it's like a caricature of evil. Well, you know what that patent is, right? What is it? It's the one where he patented. I think it's an RFID like subcutaneous like under the skin chip. The mark of the beast. And that's why people were freaking out about it. He's like, I don't want to microchip people. It's like, why do you have a fucking patent for it then? <laughs> you clearly do. Yeah. And But it's a cryptocurrency reward system. Of course, it's a reward system. So what it is, is that it, it's an RFID chip that like tracks your movement. It'll probably track your GPS. It'll see like if you're running, it'll check your heart rate. It'll see, it'll measure all kinds of bits about you. Mm. Remember Noah Harari, the World Economic Forum? He's talking about hackable humans. We're yep. going to be able to track everything, every biometric. I mean, half so of us already wear an Apple Watch. Yeah, wearable technology. They know all that. Yeah. But um, the cryptocurrency reward system is basically you will get a small bit of cryptocurrency for completing tasks yeah it's like so think about what kind of black mirror episode that would look yeah like. i've seen that one it was in the first fucking season it's when the guy has to ride the bike and there's another one where like some yeah. kid is like literally he's like gets it he get oh it's in one of the newer episodes so this is what it would look like there's a kid who gets blackmailed he like jerks off on his computer to like kitty porn or something someone emails him pictures of him and is like i'll release this to every fucking person in your contacts unless you pick up this box from this guy and bring it to this guy and that's that's all he knows Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how this would work you would get a text in the morning be like hey you want five crypto bucks well then it's like we'll go to this bakery and pick up 12 cupcakes and bring it across town to so and so and drop it off and you might not even be dropping it off to its in location you might be handing it off like the kid in black mirror right but you're basically you're doing the work for the ai 
Right. You're, you're basically working. The AI has figured out, well, this person lives here. I can probably precog. I can probably get them to walk this far yeah. for this many bucks. Right. And and then it just plays out this whole system of like Amazon's Amazon trucks. You won't see them anymore because it'll be like us doing it. Yeah, they'll get couriers. It'll just be like a. It won't even be that. No, it's, it'll be us. Yeah, it'll be yeah. like, you know, hey, go to the Amazon warehouse for ten crypto bucks and bring a package to here, and, and then I'll bring it to you, and then yeah. you bring it another leg. It it'll it, there's so many universal. Dystopian, if it's universal, like the issue won't be like oh, if one person doesn't feel like doing it. They'll just get a different person to do it. It'll. They already do that with DoorDash. Exactly. If yeah. your driver doesn't so pick true. it up, fucking another DeAndre's guy will come there to get the next yeah, one. Yeah, another guy will come along to get it. It's so true. Yeah, it's all like, I guess it's funny because that stuff is like convenient stuff that's been added in, but it's also like preparatory, you know? Yeah. It's like all these newfangled things we've seen that got rolled out during the pandemic, which is like all WEF goals and like these technocrat goals. They're just prepping us for their, their little weird society they're trying to rebuild right now. This is a great reset. Yeah, they've been definitely... Well, yeah, I guess there was a reset the other day, wasn't there? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> July 5th. Off. Yeah. Came Cern and went. spun back up. I watched a bunch of boring science bullshit for a little bit. And, and was, see, that's the funny thing. Like, dude, don't get me wrong. Like, I love the schizo shit. Like, yeah. I love it. I love it. And I genuinely believe we live in a light matrix and CERN mm-hmm. is very threatening to the whole, yeah. that whole thing. I mean, anything that powerful shouldn't probably exist. But, bro, I always come back to that 4chan. Nothing ever happens. Nothing ever fucking happens. It's so true. And I mean, maybe it'll happen over the next couple months. But a lot of things happened in the past couple days. Dude, just name one. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of things have happened in the past couple of days. I mean, bro, you had the 4th of July shooting, and then apparently they arrested some guy here, some people here that were going to do one. I heard they Yeah, they I found foiled. that out this morning. I had no idea. They foiled a plot. Maybe there's a maybe there's someone else organizing some shootings or something. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's not the FBI this time. But uh yeah, dude, that there apparently there was a whole bunch of them. Like there, there was other states where they got people to that were planning on doing it. I mean, it's just like and then you got Cer- so CERN restarted next day. Then what happens today? Oh, the Georgia Guidestones the got Guidestones blew explode. up. Rebirth. Oh shit! Rebirth, baby. You think it's the end of the cabal? The reset and the rebirth. Trust the plan. No, I'm not trusting no fucking plan. I think, <laughs> I think they've just turned the page to the next worst part of it. Probably they've like did you know? So do you think it was some white hat group snuck in and blew it up? You know the strangest thing about the CCTV video, huh? You don't see a damn person. You think they'd have that camera's pointing right at it. You think they'd have a picture of some goofy guys running away from it who planted whatever the fuck. It was a. It wasn't a fiery explosion, but it was big enough to just dust that concrete. So it was so a strong was, explosion. So basically, the Georgia Guidestones are like four giant slabs arranged in an X with one fifth slab on top. Yeah, that points in a certain direction. And one of the base slabs got completely like just rubbleized. The craziest, I mean, like I said, the fact that the concrete got dusted. Yeah. That's, that's OKC. military. That's military grade explosives. That's Oklahoma city level. That is. And it was a small charge. It wasn't anything big. So it was a smaller charge. Well, dude, and I was just about to say, if no one shows up on the video, dude, you don't think DARPA tech has like literal Harry Potter cloaks. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, we see the shit on science channel. But, like the, the the fucking child's play they do with that shit. Yeah, Think about and, what they can actually do. And the fact that that's all that's been released and there's no like suspects of it or anything that's interesting to me. Like you'd think if they had a video, they'd be like, 
We're looking for these fucking people who did this. You know? Unless they're like, oh, shit, it's too hot. We can't freak out about the Guidestones because then they'll know these are important. Because that's always the thing about the Guidestones. They always kind of pass it off as like some weird mystery like art piece. Yeah, it was like set up in the 80s by some fucking NGO or some shit. I don't know. Dude, it was we did a little bit of research on it on like our last podcast and basically it was like an anonymous donor and they have some theories on who they think it was cuz it was like just three initials. Yeah. Or something like that. And right. so they they kind of traced and they think they have a couple ideas of who might be the donor. Right. Could be a group of people operating under like, you know, some kind of like secret society name. Or something, but either way, it's like these weird dystopian rules of like maintain population under five hundred million. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And then you see the World Economic Forum shit. You will eat the bugs, yeah. and we're like, what the fuck is going on? And you call us schizophrenic, and it's like, why are you doing this to <laughs> yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. What's it's why are like you doing guys, this? I don't know, guys. Sorry for pattern recognition. You're doing a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe <laughs> that's just like my super autism, but like I recognize those patterns. Yeah. And I don't fucking know, no, I, dude. I saw a video today of this uh, guy, and they were going through this small apartment, and every piece of furniture flipped out into something. Yeah. And they were just like, wow, these are amazing, such cool designs, but that's like the stupid kind of like idiotic lean into it, where you're like, wow, that's so interesting that that chair flipped into a ladder, and the table flips into the wall, like, and turns dude, into you a live shelf. in a pod. And it's like, they're trying to make you live in a fucking pod, and... They're like, but look at how cool your furniture is, and your balcony folds out of your wall now. And like, well, even all the fucking Wapo articles we see about synthetic beef and crickets are cool. Like, eat crickets. Like, the fuck Big source of protein. The fuck I will. Why do I have to? Well, here's the thing that gets me is that like they're putting out articles of like eating crickets as a new alternate source of protein. It's like, then why do we have corporations that exist in America that just throw? millions of pounds of meat away just food waste in general food waste in general and it's like you're trying like what's going on here it's not that we have and even the overpopulation thing like it's not that we're overpopulated or we're extending our resources it's that none of it's being divided properly (laughs) yeah there's a there's a certain group of people at the top who have all the wealth and all the money and they'll gaslight the average joe into thinking they need to shower for a shorter amount of time sustainable enough oh you need to take (laughs) public transit to work buddy walkable cities (laughs) yeah like that kind of stuff it's like dude i mean we have a certain quality of life that developed here and like it seems like there's the new drive for these like wealthy technocratic elites is to like make sure that that is completely stripped to bear. Like even like the sheer amount of even like apartments you see popping up around here. It's insane. You know, like stacked up buildings. I've never seen buildings that tall on my side of town where I work. And you know, it's funny. I, I, I hate that they're doing that. I mean, on one place it's like, yo, chase your bag, make your money, whatever. But what I really don't like my biggest gripe with all this housing popping up down by the river is that it's taking away the free parking. Yeah. So there's a lot of free parking that used to exist along the flood wall. The thing about the river is that it exists for everybody. Like we're the river city. Yeah. So it exists for people that live in outlying counties. It exists for people want to like, it's a destination. Fuck it. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Our fucking sewage infested fucking rat fucking river. (laughs) But the thing that gets me is they put up all these yuppie ass apartments and then they turn all the free parking into permit only yeah. for the apartments. Well, the other thing is with those fucking buildings, most of them are half empty. 
for well, now. No, but mo- like I think all these. No, not even like a lot of the, even the ones they built down down there. Like those are mostly. Oh, you mean they're empty. not getting rented? Yeah, nobody's renting them. My buddy lived in one down there, and he said it's like fucking like a ghost town, bro. I believe it. Like they're just they're popping all this housing up because they're sticking stuffing a bunch of money into fucking real estate. Because that fucking market's getting ready, to, you know, it's it's at the peak of its bubble. It's fucking stupid right now, for sure. So they're just get they're just pulling money off of that, and I it's nobody's living in the goddamn things. It's it's like it's like the Chinese real estate scams, dude. It's like ghost city stuff, but on dude, a, a smaller scale. Like my company, like I'm not gonna say whatever, but it yeah. used to be blank property services. Now it's blank property investments. I'm like, oh, yeah. you guys just quietly change your name, yeah. buying buildings up left and right. Yep. Meanwhile, stiffing employees on raises right. that have been there for 10, 15 years. Well, it's 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 like that shit with BlackRock where they put out that fucking article that was like, we are not one of the biggest investment groups running around buying up property right now. But it's like, no, these guys can see the writing on the wall and they're going to do the big short for a second fucking time. Well, and all it really points to, bringing it back to the Great Reset, you will own nothing and be happy. Yeah. That's a big tagline, right? Right. When you look at, okay, the housing market right now is being so, it's just out of fucking control. Yeah. To where if, if you're going to own anything, you're being priced out by a corporation. Yeah. So you're basically left to rent some yuppie fucking place down by the river. Right. And what that means, though, is that all these people, these young families, these couples, whatever, they're being priced out of owning something by BlackRock. And they're being priced out by all these companies that are going to turn around and allow you to rent it. Yeah. They're going to, oh, we're allowing you to rent it. So what does this country look like when individual sole proprietor ownership doesn't exist? What does this country look like when you literally own nothing and they're psyoping you into thinking it's a good thing? Corporate techno- technocracy, baby. And it's like we're we're living in it right now. The whole Tim Pool frogs in a boiling pot. Mm-hmm. You know, like I do feel that. Like as many chud takes as he has, like yeah. he gets that right because when people's alarm bells aren't going off about all this shit happening at the same time, it's like what fantasy world are you living in? I can't like we can't be the only ones that fucking right. see this shit. Yeah, you know? like, I, I think a lot of people have a nagging voice in the back of their head, but they ignore it because sure social pressure. You know, you don't want to you don't want to come off as this nut that like uh, you know is oh you think I can have uno mas? Yeah, do you mind? Do you mind? Uno mas. Thank you, thank you, sir. But yeah, I think I think they don't want to come off as like a fucking nut. But like I think any person that's sane is like has to be at least somewhat semi aware of what's going on right now. Yeah, at and least I, semi-aware. I mean, I, I don't see how like going through COVID didn't like change a bunch of people's like well, what mindset. sucks is that a lot of people that bought into it in the first place, I feel like it galvanized them. For some people, I think a lot of people in the middle, it just confused them, and a lot of shit that's been going on is just downright confusing. Right, and it's confusing well, on purpose. And that's the part of the plan. Yeah. But the other sinister part of the plan is that the people that were already dug into their sides, it's making them dig harder. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're seeing such volatility. That's why we're seeing people on edge. It's why we're seeing like the most insane shit on a daily fucking basis. Right. Is because people can't handle it. People literally can't handle it. And whether it's by design or just some weird fucked up social climate that mm-hmm. we've str- like stumbled into... I don't fucking know, but yeah. like 
obviously like daily life is becoming like unhealthy for people. Mm -hmm. Like literally existing is becoming overbearing. Right. And like that's a real problem that people don't address. Well, they get you addicted to social media and then social media is nothing but a 24-7 trauma drip, you know, based on the things that you're following or how you, you know, how you interact with it. Some of these people are so fucking like unhinged now with like either what their belief system is or like their political stance you know like it's really like purposely being done to like make you fucking insane and they've all gotten so bad now and it's it's not realizing that like this is being done to you by design but also you're a willing participant in it oh yeah like you you don't sit there and ask any questions so people like that who never came at things from that angle are super susceptible to that stuff. And that's the kind of people you see online every day saying the same shit, yelling about the fucking war in Ukraine for fucking a hundred and however many fucking days, like fucking raging out every time, like the newest Western propaganda or like the current thing comes up if you're supposed to be mad out and like, and getting that mad online that like you're yelling that shit out at people every day on your feed. It's like you're being this is being done to you on purpose and you can't even sit there and look at it and think for a second that like, why am I reacting this insanely to this? Yeah. Like some's obviously under your skin, bro. Like, yeah. is it because you're that good of a person? Like, no. is that, is that what it is? Is that has is nothing that, to do with you being you're a good person. such a bleeding heart. You're such a bleeding heart that you care about other people so much more. You care about disenfranchised populations. You care about, all, all this shit, and it's like, do you really think that's going to absolve you of whatever you're, like, not actually wrestling with in your life? Yeah. That's what gets me is, like, dude, I've come to peace. I've been a shitbag. I've been there, done that. For sure. I'm, I'm done For being sure. a shitbag. For sure. There are some people that, you know, and I, we all have different rock bottoms, but it sucks that people kind of have to come to their rock bottom to really, like, make a big change. Mm -hmm. And uh, we even talked about it with your brother when he was here on the... You know, when we talked with him on the show yeah, yeah, about how, you know, some people don't feel like they need to make a change until something really fucking bad happens. Yeah. And when in reality, I, you probably just need to make a change now. You probably should. But yeah. we live such sheltered and protected lives that like the media propaganda machine just keeps on rolling. Yeah. Like they've somehow managed to keep the facade going this long. And they've somehow managed to just trick all these people into going along with all this shit that like it just keeps going. And people aren't until something hits rock bottom. Like, I think there needs to be like an actual like for lack of a better term, a come to Jesus moment. Well, yeah, they're fucking deep inside Plato's cave, dude. It really watching the shadows on the wall. Really deep in it. And it makes it, it, it makes it hard to interface with people, too, because, like, you know, you're at the store, you're nice to people, but, like, you know, you're out at the bar, you meet somebody for the first time, you're like, I don't know what I can talk about. <laughs> you know, like, what do I say? Do I talk about the fucking weather? Like, yeah, that's the safest bet. <laughs> Hot, ain't it? It's going to be a scorcher. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm just getting getting overall the shit i've been like uh i've been going mad hermit mode like i feel like i've really taken the samwise gamgee pill hell yeah like i still really do try to find the best in people and i try to be an optimist about shit it's just i don't know man because 
we've gone so level 9,000 with shit for so long right. that it's so easy to draw the connections to like, oh, this is the game plan. Yeah. Oh, this is what they're doing. Yeah, you can It's almost played it. out. Yeah, it's like, you're like, oh, here we go again. Here we go again, <laughs> here right? Here again. And even bringing it back to nothing ever happens. Like, are we just kicking the can down the road yeah. a little longer? Or did CERN really fuck some shit up? Are we going to be out of Cali Yuga in 2025? Know. You know, since, that thi- since the th- CERN thing, I've felt energized i don't know i felt good i don't know why but like maybe they messed up and didn't send us into the bad timeline i don't know man maybe we're in the timeline where we got bitches and fucking money (laughs) maybe that's the fucking timeline we're in no actually what's funny our boy who was on the bird box episode last cast Mm -hmm. he texted me he was like yo they're turning cern on like i bet you a six-pack mount fuji is gonna blow huh and I was like, dude, you're on, dude. Six pack on Yellowstone. Like, Six pack on real. Yellowstone, yeah. Dude, for real. I'll take Yellowstone I mean, over Fuji or Fiji. Anything that operates at like 200 times the force of the Earth's gravitational pull seems a little weird to me. Yeah. Seems like something you shouldn't like have on Earth doing things personally. <laughs> dude, I don't know. My money's on Yellowstone, though. So that motherfucker... Which, by the way, I mean, that what would a be treat. the that would be the world ender, dude. Dude, but what a treat that last episode was. That that was fantastic. Yo, yeah. you're welcome. Y'all go peep that one if you haven't yet. Dude, what a fucking treat to yeah. be able to sift through like authentic high jump. So you still got it? How have you dug through it since then? No, I haven't. It's like it's like a weird like force in the corner yeah staring it's, at you like, like, it's a bin in the corner <laughs> just like every time i look at it like the jumanji theme starts yeah, playing yeah, dude. you know should i open it yeah dude i don't know i just kind of fucking leave it alone what will i find but we're gonna pour through that a little more one day for sure but dude even that first like little glance of the stuff that was on top yeah. Like, if the rest is anything like that, holy shit. Hope I can find some more smut in there, dude. Oh, dude. I'm all about the fucking horny boy <laughs> the posting. Horny, the horny Japanese spy smut, dude. They were horny posting on the Olympic. Like, they were straight up. They were going for it. What are you going to do when you're out at sea, man? I don't know. But, yo, I actually, I got a, a few more things on the fucking, on the schizo list. Let's go. I'll I'll let you pick. All right. I'll let you pick, even though we'll we'll probably end up doing both anyway. All right. But I I recently discovered a very cool there's like a cathedral in like Italy somewhere something like that. And you know how I'm always on like the resonance of the universe and the frequencies and right. all that shit. So there's this, it's called the Roslyn Cathedral or like Roslyn something. But essentially they, they have cymatics encoded in the architecture. And, you know, cymatics, right. uh, the study of sound affecting matter. Yeah, physical. Right. Yeah. So I have some cool shit we can kind of dissect about that. Um, and then I also want to, I found this insane video called top 10 Alex Jones predictions that never came true. Oh, and I really kind of want to debunk that one. All right. So let's you, do, what's up first? What's on the chopping block? Let's hit the Jonesy first and take it out with the you want to hit the Jonesy let's first, hit the Jonesy first and see right, what's so going this on. This one's fun. So back to our roots. I, which by the way, 
Instagram took away the IGTV like schizo scrolling. Oh, oh, that's what you meant when you said that. Yeah, I was like, what does he mean? Do they so ban I him? Can't, like, no, I can't. Basically, they changed their video app to where, like, if I found an IGTV video about, like, the Freemasons, yeah. I could literally just scroll endlessly. Oh, and it would keep popping it And through. it would just keep popping shit. now it's, shit. like, they e-girl tits it. and fucking whatever yes, else. Yes, yeah. it's all reels and dumb. Yeah. Hit them with the kinetic sand. All- <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at it. It's so, it's so uh, satisfying. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so I don't know. I, I had like an itch to scratch. I was on YouTube, and I don't know why. I was just looking up Alex Jones clips on YouTube. Just the things we do in our free time, yes. Just the shit, that, just the goaded shit. Yeah. Uh, but because obviously YouTube and Google, uh, they're so heavily censored, and they only show you what they want you to see. And one of the very first videos that pops up is this like cute e-girl who made a video about like the top 10 Alex Jones predictions that never came true. And not very based of you, e-girl. Right. So I was watching them like the whole time, just laughing, being like, oh, my God, we have so much shit to say about this. Yeah. So let's just try to get through this and let's see <laughs> how many times we're going to have to pause it. <laughs> yeah. Let's just see if we can get through this. I feel like this is a fun one. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. So this is top 10 Alex Jones predictions that supposedly never came true. Supposedly. If you're an e-girl, they never came true. Oh, wait. The title of the video is Top 10 Dumbest. Dumbest. Okay. Dumbest. So they're prefacing it already with like, hey, this guy's fucking retarded. Slander. Slander, lady. Don't talk about my dad that way. Ever hear the one about the satanic pizzeria, gay bomb juice boxes, and Justin Bieber? Who, who now, they, they look up to some twit instead of looking up to Thomas Jefferson. Welcome to WatchMojo.com, and today we're counting down our picks for the top 10 dumbest Alex Jones predictions that didn't happen. For this list, we're looking at predictions made by this American shock jock with a specified time shock frame that shock never happened. Jock. Shock jock. So Jones' open-ended warning about alien Satan, for example, does not make the cut. And you can read the Bible, it's hiding in plain view, folks. It's not of this world. I don't know exactly what it is or what it's doing, but this is not human intelligence, okay? Alien Satan's cool. Don't talk Number shit. Number 10, yeah, really. martial law. Sometimes it sucks to be right. Again, I was on television saying that bin Laden's a CIA asset and looks like he'll attack New York. But it also sucks to be wrong <laughs> over and over again. Jones frequently claims the U.S. government is about to enforce martial law. The army was preparing for it back in 2009 as part of staged terror attacks. And in 2015... I, so I just went, yeah. Bitch, like, what are you fucking talking about? They do drills all the time. Well, there's so much to unpack there. So the first thing they did was she was like, it hurts to be right. And it this was is like, for pudding brains, dude. But she said it hurts to be right. And then she said she cut to a clip of Jones saying bin Laden was a CIA asset. So it's like, oh, so you're admitting he He's was... He's gotten something right. <laughs> yeah. And then turns around and say, but he didn't... So this whole point that she's making is that, like, he was saying martial law was going to happen on a certain date, and it didn't happen. Oh. But she even slipped through the cracks and was like, the police were preparing for it. Like, the National Guard, they were preparing for it. Jade Helm, dog. But, dude, yeah, that's that's the whole thing about this whole point is that she's like, oh, it didn't happen on this exact date. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's never happened. Bro, uh, after the Boston Boston uh, Marathon bombing, the fucking all of Boston went into lockdown, dude. Do you, guys, do you not remember that? Was set to take over Texas. 
And you've heard state judges come out and say, we know there's a martial law plan for Texas. And, and there probably Lubbock was. And areas. The, the, probably this is. is known. A plan. The agents there was of totalitarian rule won't be who you think. According to Jones and his site Prison Planet in 2009, teenagers Reset will be the wars. American Gestapo, ready within two, oh, three teenagers. years to do seek and destroys. Oh. They are training youth corps. I'd say to be ready in two, three years. Shockingly, this still hasn't happened. Damn lazy. I don't know. Teenagers. Hold on. That's another thing. <laughs> We're just here in a. You don't think there's a. You teenage Gestapo? You don't think there's like a group of people who go out in the streets and like enforce their ideals on other people via violence? There's not like a group that does that right now? No, and they're definitely not called Antifa. There's not like a group that like is in the streets, like is allowed to be there usually and does that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, she was like, like, she was basically like, oh yeah, Jones said the teenagers were going to be the new Gestapo and that's literally what we're living through. Yeah. So I think this video came out like five four or five maybe even more years ago so i'm not sure how recent this video is but yeah. like if you look at like what she's saying compared to like what we're living through it's like yeah. bruh yeah the t cancel culture they'll swat you they'll fucking dox you they'll fucking do every dirty trick in the book to yeah. try to like get you yes just because you don't believe what they believe and that's the teenagers the young people that's exactly sure what's what the gestapo did and that's exactly what jones is talking <laughs> about on, here come on <laughs> uniform to ask and see if and it's happening people <laughs> it's happening. number nine <laughs> how better to cash in on catastrophe than with forecasts of worse to come now they've already stolen 60 percent of the pension funds in a couple months it's That's all true. gonna be gone dumbasses excuse me on the heels of the 2008 financial crisis a panicked jones projected that the american dollar would devalue by 90 percent in two years in 2010, this became a devaluation of 50% within two years. Oh, so it's I want you to listen. <laughs> this is like some nana nana boo boo shit. Like yeah, it's like, so he says some shit, he makes some projections, and yeah, I mean, I don't think the guy ever actually claims to be right 100% of the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a court deposition that At says least, that. hey, yo, he's the only one out here that's warning people as opposed to like Jim fucking Kramer on Mad Money who's like running pump and dump schemes on the public. So I think this guy's a little more healthy than like literal financial abuse on yeah. cable TV. Yeah, on cable television. But yeah, so it's yeah, like you said, it's this whole nana and boo boo. Like, well, you said this was, was going to happen 90, on this it date. Ninety percent. You didn't have the exact time. Uh, you didn't have the time stamp of when it was going to happen. So but you're bro, wrong. think about <laughs> this. You're always talking about the slow crash. So ever since two thousand eight, like we never really got back on our feet. No, never. And so this devaluation. He was probably right. If they hadn't pulled all the fucking schemes, all the pandemics, all the wars, all the bullshit, if they hadn't pulled all that stuff off, we might be looking at 90% devaluation. Yeah. They are literally plugging fucking holes in their boat. Yeah. Trying to keep this shit from it's sinking. the fucking dike in Amsterdam right now, dude. They it's got exactly their fingers what stuck it is. in it. They're, they're running out of fingers, too, is the thing, you know? They're going to yeah. start using toes. So, yeah, I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe he was wrong about the timeline on this, but we've seen nothing but devaluation of we're the dollar. It has not gotten stronger. We're literally in a recession right now. It has not got. Am I wrong? It has no, not gotten it has stronger. Not. We have so, not regained financial supremacy. So again, maybe he he was wrong about this ninety percent, and then he scaled back to fifty percent. Maybe he's wrong about that. But bro, in the timeline, but we've seen nothing but devaluation. It's not like it's gotten any better. Literally, every symptom of hyperinflation of an economy is currently around us, and they've been pretending that it's Holy not happening. 
And the next two years are going to devalue your currency by at least 50%. You're so stupid. And there it is. When he said 50%. When the government tells you it's not devalued, you still won't know it's devalued. He just Dude, said it in a clip. He backed European off. nations would collapse by June 2012. The global meltdown was also supposed to begin in 2015. All thanks to powerful elites that, in hindsight, are apparently pretty incompetent. It'll be a big toilet. It'll be a big giant toilet like Eastern Europe. Jones has since predicted the EU will be completely dissolved by 2022. So, mark his words. The European Union, as we know it, will be gone by 2022. Number hey, eight. Well, I mean, okay, world. all right, hold on. Let's hit a pause there. So what he said, there. what he specifically said is the EU as we know it. And at the time... Britain was involved. Yeah. Guess now what, they're bitch. not. Guess what, bitch? It happened. So guess what? Britain is no longer part of the EU, so now we don't know the EU as it stood at the time of him making that statement. Simply you are patently false. Fuck you, e-girl bitch. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, lady. You try. At least you tried. You get points for trying. And again, I don't, I don't know how old this video is. It's got to be older. This whole fucking thing of them trying to dissect every little thing. It's like, it's that classic take shit out of context. Or like, let's hyper focus on this one thing. This chick got paid to make this fucking video. Of course she did. For oh, sure. Let's look. Number eight, World War Three. Okay. Maybe the end is nigh. But for Alex Jones, it's nigh all the time. My friends, we stand at the precipice. The entire world is rushing towards World War III. While another world war is neither laughable nor impossible, the devil is in the details. Like <coughs> why or when. For Jones, the why is a satanic cabal behind major world events. It includes the actual demons, Obama and Hillary, who smell <laughs> like sulfur. She's a freaking <laughs> demon do. and she stinks and so does Obama. And I go like what? Sulfur. As for the when, they in love 2006, that Jones asserted a 90% chance of bone-shattering mega-attacks within two months that would trigger global war. In 2009, the war would probably happen in the next few years. It's not fear-mongering. It's reality. Then in 2011, it was already happening. And in 2016, it well, had finally begun video, again. That's but the cat in the park. In our minds. <laughs> World War III has begun. And it's a war against sovereign nations. It's a war against independent people. Number seven, the deep state will um, murder Trump. Hold on. Can we just unpack that World War Three one, though? <laughs> yeah. Because she basically glossed over, like, all this shit. Like, dude, you even mentioned, like, you thought we were going to get nuked when Syria happened. Yeah. Like, it's not like this shit wasn't on the table. It's like, this is gaslighting people into saying all that shit you were freaked out about that we freaked you out about is, oh, it's all bullshit, dude. Nothing ever happened. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be on edge. But now, obviously, we're living through the Russia-Ukraine thing. I mean, dude. Closest it's ever been. Closest it's ever been. And so, yeah, maybe he gets... Proxy a, she wars. Even, she even said, she even said, she said, the devil is in the details. Sure. When it comes to, like, his timing and stuff. And it's like... Again. Like, so, all they're doing is dissecting what he's saying... And, like, the timelines he's giving and saying, like, oh, well, he was wrong about this timeline. So everything else he says is bullshit. Besides the Bin Laden's well, a CIA asset. Right, right. Sometimes even Avalanche Alex is lost for words. In December 2017, Jones uncovered a nefarious plot to kill the president. His source? His good old-fashioned salt-of-the-earth gut. 
I think they're going to go ahead and make their move to kill the president. I think, I think in the next... Um, so I, again, they're they're taking, I think they're going to make an assassination attempt. I just, they're my they're gut, taking an opinion. That's my gut. Yeah, that's an opinion. Like, that's an opinion. That rails against the Justice Department, FBI, and the Clintons. But in a follow-up, he specified globalist operatives within the Secret Service. Or some wind-up crazy they've got in their network. Trump and Jones are mutual admirers. He's just riffing. And the prospect that Jones yeah, has just made up plunges him into show. paroxysms of defiant passion. But he also gives his prediction a backdoor. Globalists will either give up or activate their cells. So they'll either try to murder the president or, like, not. Number six, Y2K. Of course Jones cut his conspiracy chewing teeth on Y2K. In oh, hindsight, well, the dude, hysteria yeah, around Y2K is sure. difficult to credit. Sure. But at the time, I mean, this is an easy one. But I will say, he was hawking it hard. Systems. Yeah, no, he was then tweaking out Then there were about the prophets it. of digital apocalypse who foresaw worldwide chaos. On New Year's Eve 1999, a young Jones milked this paranoia for all it was worth. Describing cash machines and, and power plants failing, this was 99. more wars than in the past he was making money. Years, yeah. gas stations out of water and fuel, government about to take over radio and TV, military everywhere, and Russia threatening to nuke America. This is early, Jones. Absolutely out of control. It is pandemic, ladies and gentlemen. As it turns out, January 1st, 2000 was just another day. Number five, <coughs> Machete will start a race <laughs> okay. war. Okay, okay, this one's all funny. Right, right. This one's <laughs> hilarious. Controversial laws war. against undocumented immigrants. Director Robert Rodriguez released a special trailer for his mexploitation movie, Machete. Great movie. Yeah, right. Don't you hit me with an ad. Oh, it's a Daily Wire ad! You throw a shoe at Joe Biden? Oh my god, Adam Carolla, bro. Jesus Christ. And right I'm going from the man show. I'm going from the man show to the Daily Wire. What an arc. According to Jones, there was a 90% chance the movie would trigger racial riots and racial killings upon release on September 3rd. So then we live through the 10%. For violence, a call for racial warfare and death. And it never I happened. I guess. <laughs> well, better luck with the mass violence next time, Alex. Sounds like they still got you taking out the trash. Number four. It was just off by like 10 years. You know, there was a pretty good Obama. amount of violence uh, in the one of these years recently that I remember. They're <laughs> using juice boxes to turn children gay and lacing President Trump's Diet Coke with sedatives. Oh, and they killed Prince. He felt that you and I should be very, very careful. It's all part of a master plan for world domination. And in 2009, this meant a fake assassination attempt on Obama. What? Jones repeated his claim in 2010. <laughs> Their ace of spades is to stage an attack on Obama. And they are getting ready for this to demonize the opposition and bring in a massive crackdown. The globalists would blame it on the Islamists and a Tea Party 9-11 truther. Yeah, but see, the thing is, Alex Jones blew the whistle on agent provocateurs. Yeah. He slid the dice on that shit and false flags and how that happens in America. I'm sorry, but I don't think it's completely crazy for him to make a suggestion. That like, something again, like that could happen. Yeah, like that's not... I don't think... And that's the thing. When you watch Alex Jones, you have to be smart enough to like read between the lines of what he's saying yeah like if you take everything he says is like fact then like yeah you're gonna be like actually schizophrenic 
Yeah, I think the dude's a machine, and when he gets on air, he just starts going. Yeah, but, I mean, a lot of what he says, like, he has slid the DOS and blew the whistle on a lot of shit. Agent provocateurs, all this shit. So, like... Now people catch undercover cops at protests all the fucking time. All the time. All the time. Patriot Front. Yeah, all the time. Coming out of the U-Haul. Sorry, that Patriot Front in front of the U-Haul thing, that was a complete stage (laughs) All that shit, dude. All that's fed up. All of it. Why are they all wearing masks? Why are they all taking photo ops with their... The cops have their backs turned. There's always someone there to film them every To like 20 time. guys that are evenly spaced. Yeah. That are all just sitting there getting their picture taken. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever. I'm not even going to yeah, go there. Yeah, yeah. But really, I mean, like the fact that he made a claim that they would try to assassinate Obama and then blame it on the opposition, that's not unheard of. No, that kind of, sh- that's like CIA 101. That's not unheard of. It's CIA 101, dude. Two birds, one stone. The plot would boost Obama's approval ratings, allowing him to confiscate guns and go to war with Iran. Sure. Yeah, not so much. Probably would have. Number three, a false flag attack. It's the 9-11 truther's favorite topic. The staged terror attacks are coming any time now. In August 2006, Jones predicted mega attacks within two months. In January 2009, he could feel it coming in his bones. And by February, there was no doubt of an inaugural bombing within six to seven months. They're just, just taking like quotes. And they're, I mean, you think the worship of Bush with a 92% approval rating after they staged 9-11 was high. Obama will probably be 98% or something. It would be a biological event preceding a worse attack that would wipe out half of the U.S. population. A bio event? So soon, before year's end. In fact, in pretty June, soon. he wouldn't be surprised if it happened in two to three months. Okay, Red just... level, mayday, mayday! Red level, level! Fast forward to March 2010, <laughs> and it would occur on April 15th or 19th to coincide with anti-Tea Party documentaries. Soon. So, so soon. They want to set us up, and that'll be with a staged terror attack blamed on the Tea Parties. Number two. The media will announce extraterrestrial life. They've already done that. There's a war on for you. They've mind. done that. Yeah. In space. They are in doing that. In 2009, Jones came out and declared that the media was getting ready to announce extraterrestrial life. The mainstream media has legitimized extraterrestrial life and is basically saying we are being visited. Something is going on. And. Yo, so that is happening. Like, the, even the fucking Navy is coming out releasing documents being yeah. like, yeah, this is a UFO. Yeah, there's some shit going on. Like, there's been enough evidence of it since the 40s. Like, you can't really say there's not something going on. So maybe at the time of this video, that disclosure hadn't happened yet. But now we're living through that. So it's like you're kind of eating your words. It's like the mainstream media, like, they're all talking about it. Yeah, it's it's normal news now, like nightly news. It's not like just something that's like... It's not something only crazy people who go to, like, the UFO cons in Arizona believe. Oh, my God, yeah, and, like, fucking <laughs> Joe Rogan pushes the Tic Tac thing so hard. He pushes Bob Lazar so hard. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just... So maybe at the time of this video it hadn't been disclosed, but obviously now it's like, yo, we're seeing this play out. Right. Like, this is happening. To be fair, who knows what might happen sometime in the future with space exploration? Yeah, like the now. absurdity isn't so much in the possibility of some form of life elsewhere in the universe. It's that Jones claims to have an in on the intel, as if he's part of freaking NASA. But this is not human intelligence, okay? And that's one so thing you can say about Jones putting himself out there. Yeah, sure, right. he might be wrong again and again, and again. But he sure does make predictions. 
Every time I talk about how they've created all these aliens, the media makes jokes about it. it just says, Jones claims there's aliens. Number one, a second civil war. Alex Jones well, revels in controversy, to say the least. Uh, He's the one that said that the Sandy Hook massacre was fake and that Michelle Obama is a man. And, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's true. It's a giant viral video phenomenon. She's huge. Like eight years she's a man. But his incendiary headlines got more laughs than outrage when he predicted a second civil war on July 4th, 2018. So they believe they can overthrow America. They've done this so many other places. Liberals apparently didn't get the memo. Jones fired back that the date was just a demarcation line and that it was really a soft civil war. Which is funny because I here's don't. him training for it just a few months earlier. The vector, baby. And warning that lit. it will be bloody the year before. An active attempt to start a bloody civil war. But hey, maybe it was bloody in our minds. Well, here, or maybe the demarcation line is really wide. Here's my thing. For now, though, this is just more clickbait. Do you agree with our picks? Sure. Check out these other great clips from Watch Mojo. Look. Shut the fuck up, lady. Here's the thing. Yes, clickbait. Sure. The guy's got a media empire to run. He needs to make money. Whatever. Gotcha. But guess what? There's a lot of dumb things he said that have come true. Notice she didn't touch the frogs turning gay. Yeah, the, we gotta leave that one alone. Because that actually that's, happened. Yeah, that's you gotta leave that one alone. You know, technically it's, intersex. You got to throw that in there. Oh yeah, he was wrong again. <laughs> like yeah. Well, and that's kind of the thing is that they'll they'll pick and choose and slice it every which way to be like he was wrong, but it's like yeah, but like it maybe his timeline is off, yeah. but like the things that he's trying to like warn people about and like I don't know, he's not he's not that far off, dude. Well, like even that last one, the Civil War thing, it's like dude, we're eking towards one right now. With the way political discourse is. All we need is another machete. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> another just, machete gets released in the race war happens. Machete 15 gets released and it's over, dude. <laughs> I mean, like, people... It's, it's... I would love to know when that video was made. That's so funny that you put that out like that. But it had to have been 2019 or 2020. Because she's talking about 2018 and stuff, so it had... Who knows, bit. dude? The thing that gets me, though, is that's the kind of stuff that, like... Okay, YouTube, when you look up Alex Jones's name, those are the videos that pop up. Of course. Like, it's that's, fucking YouTube. That's the shit that comes up. And, and so, the average Joe who's like, oh, I've heard this guy's name. I don't really know what he's about. And then they go on YouTube and they get force-fed all this bullshit. They're like, oh, well, clearly he's a dangerous person. He's a charlatan. Clearly he's an idiot. He's yeah. a snake oil salesman. And yeah. it's like they get it all twisted from this controlled narrative that, like, Google and fucking, you know, like, YouTube is owned by Google. 23andMe. Everything. Yep. Like, everything in your life some corporation is benefiting from Surely. somehow. And I I don't know, dude. The whole thing just fucking blows my mind because it's like we're not like Alex Jones. Like we're not sucking his dick saying he's right. Yeah, like I haven't listened to an actual live broadcast in probably six years, you know? Yeah, but at the end of the day, like you can appreciate him for what he is. And a lot of what he brings to the forefront is worth talking about. Yeah, it's it's stuff that should at least be you should be somewhat aware of, you know, and in often I mean, more often than not, like truth is stranger than fiction. You know, a lot of the time the shit that he talks about ends up coming out. You know, it's like 
I, I can't even remember the most recent one, but there was one where everybody was fucking posting about it. There's like Alex Jones fucking right once again. I can't even remember what it was. I feel like it was a vaccine things or something. I don't know. Probably. But he's been blowing the whistle on that. We even played a clip on here where he was talking to like Jesse Ventura about it. Yeah. You know, where, you know, he's been blowing the whistle on like mandatory vaccines and that being a part of the World Health Organization takeover. And that's the thing is he might get the timeline wrong. Like he might be alarmist and be like, this is happening this year. And yeah. then nothing ever happens. Alarmist sensationalism, yeah. Nothing ever happens, right? And then it eventually comes out to where it's like, no, like the teenage are the the Gestapo now. Yeah, sometimes you know? sometimes things do happen, right? You know. So, I don't know. I'm sure the person who made that video got paid. Yeah, for sure. Mojo to make that whatever Mojo is. They got breaded. Some kind of Buzzfeed rejects. Yeah, I don't Making know, listicles. but I just, I thought that was funny. I watched it, and, like, the whole time I was like, yo, <laughs> You're, like, I talking know. back to the screen. You're like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> but I was like, I know my boy would have something to say about this, too. Yeah, right, like, right. So I, I, I kept it in the tank. But, um, yeah, dude, this last little thing, this last little bit of schizophrenia yeah, that go. I got to get off my chest. Let's go. Dude, this Rosalind Chapel. All right. The Rosalind Chapel, bro. It's not. Is this like a Catholic or Protestant or? You know, it's pro. It's probably Catholic. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Because they actually, I think they are tuned in to like a lot of the secrets. They have what, well, like the records. We got the Black Pope and all that stuff. You Dude, know, the Vatican. Like the Vatican, I mean, all that shit. They like, have the DOS. They got the secret knowledge. I'm sure the Vatican archives are pretty wild. For sure. Yeah. So it would not surprise me this place is Catholic, um, but it's the Roslyn Chapel or Roslyn Cathedral, whatever the fuck, and basically carved into it. Because you know how a lot of shit, you know, is all stone. They had to hand carve it. Right. So, you know, like Corinthian columns where it has like the feathers at the top and it's yeah. like very ornate. Right. Well, at the Roslyn Chapel on these feathers in these columns and these ornate decorations and trim, they have these like cube shapes and inside the cube shapes are cymatic patterns. All right. All right. Now there's actually like an angel, like a cherub angel baby that's like over the altar or the main, whatever. And he's pointing to three notes. He has his fingers on the staff and he's pointing to three notes. All right. And people have basically figured out that this chapel, cathedral, whatever you want to call it, was there was a lot of architecture and like cymatic frequency like built into it. Right. And so what they've discovered, I'm actually going to play a video here in a minute. We'll just kind of let this play out. This will kind of be the outro or whatever. Word. But it's really cool seeing how, like, even back then in ancient times, 14, 15, whatever hundreds you want to call it. I don't know when this place was built. Mm -hmm. Probably should have looked it up. But even back then, like, they were tuned in to the frequencies. They were tuned in to the cymatics. They knew that like sound affected matter right light affects matter and sound light Nature of the universe it, stuff yeah exactly and so i'm just gonna i'm gonna put this video on and let it play out but it really highlights like ancient 
like Elden understanding of right. like the nature of the universe. Well, yeah, because I think that's what the church was. That was kind of the church's responsibility back exactly. in the day. Exactly, the yeah. church was like law. They were the they were the reality back then. You know, like they they ran everything. So why wouldn't they have all the fucking uh, keys of the castle? Especially considering, too, like the Vatican records, you know, they talk about like they have records, like almost the Akashic records. You know, people talk about the Akashic records. Right. They think there's something similar or like right. that might be what's in the Vatican. The very, like their library. Our very and, basis of reality yeah. and history. Human life first starting. Oh. <clears throat> so this is a piece called the Roslyn Motet, and it was composed by a guy who used the cymatic frequencies in like a piece of music. All right. And what it does is it, it like I said, it illustrates we have a much deeper understanding of the nature of a universe and a reality um, much long ago. And I don't know, it's just really cool. And even in this place, like it resonates. Like mm -hmm. if you stand in a certain spot, like you know how ancient Mayans, like you'd stand yeah. in a spot, you clap and it would make like a bird call Yeah, it made sound. the Quetzal sound, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same kind of thing. They're building and they encode these secrets into the architecture. Hell yeah. Like a lot, that's why church organs and music is so important. Right. A lot of people don't realize a lot of classical music, like, okay, what we get from Bach. All the stuff we get from Bach, okay, Bach is kind of considered like the founder of like, or like the the origin of Western harmony. Right. Right? That was his job. He was a church organist. Oh, yeah. So every week he was composing and coming up with new stuff for church every Sunday. And so people really don't take the time to appreciate the like religious I guess, kind of influence on human development. Right. Because it's very much been a part of us for a very long time. And like people obviously find value in it. I mean, we build these ornate buildings to worship and all this shit like that. Well, I'd even say that churches were designed to create almost borderline psychedelic experiences. Probably. With like the stained glass and the colors and then the ornateness and like your, then the frequencies tying in and how the music resonates through the place. That's exactly right. And so yeah. when you're standing in a place and you're hearing an organ or you're hearing a, a choir going, it's creating this visceral kind of otherworldly yeah. feeling. Which Connection people say, with the spiritual. I felt God. Yeah, exactly. I felt God, right? Exactly. This is a lot of what they're talking about. Yes, yes. So I'm going to play the Rosalind Motet, and there's a little bit of information about it, mm. but the whole field of cymatics just like really, really interests me. And uh, if anyone's like dipping their toes into like simulation theory and shit like that, like cymatics does a good job of illustrating how sound energy and compression waves affects physical physical reality yeah, yeah. and and when a lot of people are talking about existing in harmony there's a lot of notes you can play and frequencies you can play that do not create cymatic patterns mm -hmm. but there are certain frequencies when you dial them in even to the exact fucking number of hertz i mean it creates some very vivid patterns mm -hmm. and it, it and it really just shows the interconnectedness of energy of our plane of reality hell yeah yeah so this is a piece by Stuart Mitchell all right the Rosalind Motet Risen. 
obviously very gothic, obviously very like Roman Catholic Diablo, influence. The, the Diablo fucking uh, font they're using. <laughs> but they basically said there were geometric patterns oh, carved. Yeah. No, because so I recognize that when guys do sand on the plates. Yeah, so see that one? Yeah. So they're doing a slideshow right now. Um, I'll try to post this on the Patreon. And everyone's just like, oh, these were just neat designs they did. Just cool little designs, these right? Are just neat little designs. There's no way these will be important. Yeah, literally just like physical waveforms. Cymatic patterns produced by pitch. So now they're doing sand demonstrations. There you go. To show you. That's cool. Yeah, so they're playing a constant tone, and it's creating that exact pattern. Yeah. No, that's it's made, be, no, But, it's dude, what's crazy... It, yeah. They, they carved this shit into stone. Yeah. Centuries ago. So they had to have some kind of idea of what it was. Look at the overlay of this. Oh, they're going to slap it on top of it? It's the exact pattern. So damn brother, yeah, that's fucking wild. We're talking about cymatic experiments that we're only able to do in the 21st century. But they knew centuries ago what these patterns looked like. Yeah. How were they tuned into that? Yeah, how the fuck did they have any idea what that was? So now he's making another pattern. He's moving God, up cool, the frequency. Dude. Isn't that so insane? cool that it does that? And look how it just sh it just shifts. And it shifts. Oh, that's immediately. so fucking freaky. Immediately, immediately. As he it just shifts. goes through the frequencies. I mean, that's fucking gnarly. Look, that's the exact shape. Wow. Now, cymatics is a big deal, dude. People might have to slap this video up on the Patreon. It's definitely going yeah. up. Which shout out all. Patreon OGs owners <laughs> still out there. Yeah, they're gonna do they're gonna do a similar experiment on like a drum head. It's basically a drum head with a speaker underneath it. But the the whole idea of cymatics, like I, I feel like people don't really take the time to realize how important it is. I also think most people don't know that word. You know? Like I've heard of it. Look, they're actually, they're just vocalizing. I don't even know if they're, they're just going, yee! Yeah, they're just hitting a pitch with their fucking voice. So the staff angel, look, this is the angel I was talking about. So there's a staff angel. The staff angel is pointing to three notes denoting the pitch of the first three cubes above his head. This accounts for almost 70% of the entire cube sequence. Incredibly, the pitch we had assigned to the patterns using the cymatics formula we discovered the staff was a perfect match. Shit. So that's insane. So they took the cymatic pattern, figured out what pitch it was, and realized that the carving of this angel is pointing, look, the angel is pointing to the exact pitches that it represents. Wow. So even back then, they were understanding the connection of music and resonance and frequency and what our reality actually was. I mean, this is like a, a big clue into really understanding that they, they knew a lot more than we lead on to. Yeah, certainly. 
That was incredible. And I mean, the music's great no, on its own. Great. Very heavenly. But uh, I don't know, man. The, the whole cymatics thing, I feel like a lot of people listening are probably hip to it. But if you're not, just like go down the YouTube rabbit hole. Like type yeah. in cymatics and just watch experiments and then really meditate on like what it is, what it means. Why is this happening? Mm. How is this transfer of energy occurring? Yeah. What is happening here? You know, and I, and I think when people really start to think deeply about it, you can change some shit. Yeah, for sure. Well, that looks interesting, too. The Human Genome Project music he composed. Dude, that's the shit that's, that's just crazy. on my ne- watch next. Yeah, right. But anyway, dude, sorry for dominating the convo this week. <laughs> Never apologize, bro. This I was had cool. A, I had a lot on my mind. I feel like I came to class this time. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I hope the listeners did, too. Hell yeah. And we've got some really cool guests coming up. Yes. If you're, if you're still listening. Got some good lineups. Thank you to those of you who stick around to the end. Oh, my goodness. That came oh. out of nowhere. <laughs> but no, we've got some cool guests. We've got uh, Kill the Mockingbird, Sean Chris. Let's go. Next Returning. Week. Yes. Round two, Sean Chris. Lots we've, happened since the last time we saw him. So Absolutely. Yeah. Would love to hear his take on some things that have been going on. We've got Juanon Podcast. That's going to be a funny one. Amazing name, it's be a by very the way. Funny one. <laughs> That's going to be great. A comedian out of North Carolina. He's great. We're going to talk to him at the end of the month. And I think August, we've got Full Sun Farms lined up. Hell yeah. Really excited. Yo, shout out to shout the homie. Out, He's got an amazing outdoor uh, marijuana farm. Yeah. Looks amazing. Yeah. His products are off the chart. <laughs> Um, and he hit us up about uh, some vibes of the cosmos. He said yeah. on the la- on the bird box episode, he was like, "Yo, I really love that you guys brought up vibes of the cosmos." And I was like, "Oh shit! Well, maybe we could have you on to, uh, you know, talk to us about it yeah. some more." Yeah. So hey, you know what? It never hurts to shoot us a DM. Yeah, if you got something on your mind or you got something you think we should cover, hit us up. Yo, Let we're just know. we're just some blue collar boys out here doing a fucking show. If you want to talk to us, we'll make it happen. You know, we're, we're trying to talk to any and everybody, no matter what your story is, what you have to share. Yeah. Uh, we love and appreciate all the DMs we've been getting. Yep. Absolutely love hearing from y'all. We appreciate the kind words. We appreciate the interaction. Yo, shout out Robert. Yeah. My boy spreading yeah, yeah. love and light out yes, here. Sir. Yes, sir. Shout out Robert. Yo, hey, you're man. our fucking boy. But, uh, Nah, keep on keeping on. Definitely say what's up to us and uh, keep an eye out for some awesome guests in the next couple weeks. Absolutely. And listen to Lifting in the Ruins. Yeah, and check out Lifting in the Ruins, please. Take it easy. Bye.